0: It's them
1: wise girls. It's them
0: wise girls.
1: Yeah,
0: yeah. It's them wise
2: girls. Yeah, yeah. It's them wise girls. Wise girls. Yeah, yeah. It's them wise girls. Wise girls. Yeah, yeah. Hey, hey, yo go with wise are the names uh-huh. a wise to the times is the game relationships and money talk in the old way oh and if you didn't hit a name just wise girls wise girls
1: wise girls hey hey welcome to episode four wow episode four episode four of dim wise girls so today we've got we already brought you carefree and married with my girl doo so you know we had to do the flip side and represent for all the single ladies we got carefree and single and we got a special guest today we got my girl ryan leary up in here Hello, hello, hello. yes she is an <laughs> artist extraordinaire um you might see some of her work out here on the interwebs but um if you're not on them interwebs don't worry just watch you'll see her work it's beautiful it's chocolate it's seductive it's all of that. So we got her, but more so importantly, other than her art, we've got her raging single opinion. Yes. And I can't wait to hear it. So, uh, yeah, today we carefree and we single. K-Ray, you are about to leave the single club. I am about to leave the single club. That's I'm still battling with hearing those words come out of my mouth. But, uh, yeah. Yeah. <laughs> But trust and believe, I was single a long time, so... Yeah, you were single, like, the majority of my 20s. The majority of your 20s. I guess half, to be exact. Which, looking back now, I feel like, oh, that's nothing. But at the time, it, people were making me feel like, why haven't you had a relation? at least one, I yet? know, I know. When Obama was going into his second term, we was like, K-Ray had a man since Bush was president. Mm-hmm. <laughs> Y'all was making me feel real bad about being 25 and never being in no legitimate uh relationship well you made k-ray always talks about how bad we talk about her and when she says we she's talking about me and her bestie chip shout out to chip we miss you we love you um she would talk about us in our relationships so bad that our only recourse was to talk about her being single (laughs) I mean, I don't understand. She likes to play like, oh, they were hurting me. I was just trying to help y'all. I'm uh-uh. like, When you was at the club with Chip, and you was like, didn't you make him a pizza? Like, that was wrong. Excuse me. Excuse she me. Just, she would just throw all your dates up in your face. Like, if you constructed you a date from scratch... And uh, you didn't do something typical, like you did something specific and special Look, for a dude. First of all, y'all just mad because I was—I have discernment. Thank oh, you. Oh no, and spiritual. y'all was wrong about—I was right about all the people. Is she gonna eat young the y'all, Vansette, y'all? Yes, mm-hmm. oh, that's her job. That's it. her role on the podcast. Got it. Yes. Got it. Y'all know I was right about all them. I, see, I, Decepticons. I yes, them. <laughs> <laughs> I was right about them all. So, that's what y'all are really mad about. I'm just trying to... No, my um, loved ones are the ones who I judge the most. (laughs) Throwing up all the meals we cooked, all the picnics we had, all the dates we went on back up in our face was wrong. And so you can marinate on your wrongness, we're going to go ahead and take a little break. And when we come back, Mm -hmm. we will have our movie quote. So, we'll catch y'all on the flip side. Hey Laura, your Instagram feed looks awesome. Oh, thank you. I have been working with Purple Eye Potion. They have been capturing all of my professional headshots, all the work for my blog. You should really check them out. Really? I've been looking for a professional photographer to take some engagement photos. Well, you should definitely go to their website at purpleeyepotion.com. You will get $10 off of any $50 purchase or more. You can go to purpleeyepotion at p-u-r-p-l-e-i-p-o-t-i-o-n dot com. Purple Eye Potion, the potion to capture your life in motion. All right, and we are back with our movie quote. And um, today's movie quote, K-Ray, is actually from The Thomas Crown Affair. Yes, one of your favorite movies that you are just in love with. I mean, Rene Russo's wardrobe in that movie is the most. It is. It's the bomb. It's, it's the most. It's, it's goals. It's Michael Kors when he was designing for Celine. I mean... Really, it really like paralleled Tom Ford when he was doing Gucci, anyway, I'm not gonna get all fashion nerd on y'all, so Thomas Crown, if there's a black Thomas Crown out there, I just wanna let you know my phone number is <laughs> um... <laughs> <Not today. laughs> no, seriously. So, we're going to set the scene. Actually, this is actually from the very first scene in The Thomas Crown Affair, when the credits are still rolling. So, this is actually a remake. The original came out, I think, in the late 60s, mid-60s, with Faye Dunaway and Steve McQueen. This is actually from the remake of The Thomas Crown Affair with fine-ass Pierce Bronson and Rene Russo. Uh, But Faye Dunaway has a role in the remake, and she is his therapist. So... Faye Dunaway comes in very beginning scene and she says, "We haven't talked about women." And then Thomas Crown replies and he says, "I enjoy women." And his therapist says, "Yes, but intimacy isn't enjoyment." And he replies back to her, "Yes, and intimacy <laughs> and enjoyment isn't necessarily intimacy." Mr. Crown?
0: I'm sorry. Women
1: yet to talk about women.
0: Oh, I enjoy women.
1: Enjoyment isn't intimacy.
0: And intimacy isn't necessarily enjoyment.
1: So I wanted to talk about that because I found it incredibly interesting. Yes, so exactly how do you think that deals with being single? Because I think the role women play as being single, the longer you are single, the more you are questioned about it. And I feel like the way they posed it made him seem like a debonair bachelor, like he just could not be caught. He has yet to meet a worthy adversary, whereas women don't have that same sense of enjoyment when experiencing men. It's always with an end goal result. We get married. We have a baby. What are we doing here? You know what I mean? You can only go on five days before it be like, uh, you hit this two times. We go together. Mm -hmm. You know what I mean? And it's like there's no sense of enjoyment for fulfillment so that, you know, when you do happen to bump into your worthy adversary, then y'all can go ahead and be fugitives with means. No, you're just like, (laughs) oh, you're right here. Well, you need to be some you need to be this person. We need to be moving into the right direction. And you're not even assessing if this person is the person you're just moving in the direction. And I think if we could bring more of a sense of enjoyment to being single, Mm -hmm. then Mm -hmm. people could stay single for longer for the right reasons or get into the right relationship for the right reasons. Either way you want to do it. Or even there could be like the more consummate bachelorettes where it's like, ooh, nobody's caught her. I Uh, wonder what's so mysterious about her and not, ooh, what's wrong with you? You ain't in a relationship.
2: Absolutely. It becomes a convoluted message that also gets communicated to young girls, too. As they're growing up and learning and growing into their femininity, it's either you're, as a young girl, you're the le ingenue, the innocent, Mm. and then you become either the spinster, the wife, or the harlot. There is no... Great areas for women, it's like you always get picked. Even as a teacher, when I taught, Miss Lear, how do are you? I am 33. Why ain't you got no man? When the babies are asking, because <laughs> yeah. something is wrong. Mm-hmm. And then, God forbid, you be in your 40s and 50s and have never been married. Can I just enjoy life? No. no. Can, can, I, can I go and travel and explore and build businesses and, you know, Be the number one highest educated demographic currently in universities, the fastest growing in entrepreneurship. I I can't do that. I can't do that.
1: Not unless you got some man. Oh, yes. Yes.
2: Got Mm -hmm. some man or trying to get a man. Because you
1: know what? They'll never, like, if men are yelling at each other or, like, arguing with each other, first of all, they rarely argue about women unless they both sleep with the same girl like R. Kelly and Usher. Oh. No, but if a man was in an argument with another man and felt like he was doing his woman wrong or, you know, just something, relationships, he's never going to go, and that's why you can't keep no woman. Uh oh, yeah. Yeah. No, yeah, no. yeah. No, no, that's yeah. never a comeback. That's never an insult. <laughs> you can't keep no no. Mm-mm. No, they they like, don't be, you can't keep no woman. How are you doing that? How you get the next one? <laughs> <laughs> it's like no, they don't go. But a woman will go, uh huh, that's what's wrong with you can't keep no man. Why'd he gotta be kept if he felt like leaving Maybe. the nest cacao free yourself? Because I think there's something about the way we treat women or think about women where it's like, if you're not keeping a man or if a man is not wanting to commit to you, you're some in some way not respectable. Mm-hmm. Like, he's not respecting you. You got to keep that respectability because if you're just out here enjoying men, okay, but are they respecting you? But it's like, why can't I just do me? Why can't I just...
2: Going on about and, and have relationships. And, and what
1: if I don't respect him? Right. Yes. And then I know
2: this is going to be a popular opinion, but I think we have to keep in mind, especially with being black women and the backgrounds of many of us growing up in a church or having that church overthrow mm-hmm. ideology. And it's just like, well, I have a problem with it because here we are. You're telling women to be these good women. God going to bring you, a, deliver you a man, this, that, and the other. Okay, that's fine. But how come I can't be in your position? Why do I always just have to stay in the congregation? Because that also becomes the position in play as well. So I'm sitting here. I've watched some of my friends live this very traditional, what I like to call the ideal black Huxtable life. Mm -hmm. As far as being a good daughter, going to school, getting their master's, buying a home, having that career but never took the opportunity to enjoy being single and love themselves because they were so worried that they weren't going to be the right match for whoever they're supposed to be with. And then I also think some women will adapt and change themselves to a man that they meet. So to ask, what do you like? Okay, I need to change this, I need to do this, I need to do this. No, be yourself and love yourself. And I think some people don't understand that that's the biggest part about being single, is falling in love with yourself over and over again. Mm -hmm. Mm Mm-hmm. And
1: accepting the new versions of yourself that come, and letting go of toxic things, and mm-hmm. keeping the things that keep you sane, it's 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 an internal balance that you're keeping to remain single until you found the worthy adversary.
2: And the biggest thing is, is that one of the most difficult things nowadays is like just finding somebody you're compatible with. Like at the end of the day, am I gonna like your ass?
1: Are you a decent human being? Can Mm -hmm. we get that verified on Tinder? Like a little blue (laughs) check mark, decent human being. I wish that
2: like swipe. I wish people either came with a barcode we could scan. A barcode. (laughs) <laughs> or at least like a thirty minute trailer, so I know exactly what I'm getting myself into. Yes,
1: uh, but I think that's the wonderful thing about getting through toxic relationships is that yeah. you come out on the other side, and you can you become your own verified filter. Like, Mm-mm. Mm-mm, no, I don't like that. And I think other people when they're looking outside, when they're trying thinking, why aren't you dating? Why aren't you? What was wrong with him? Like, I didn't feel the natural connection mm-hmm. that I felt that I should be feeling. So I just released him and we are now good friends
2: absolutely as we should because everybody
1: (laughs) ain't got to be a man or just because he's a good man don't mean he's your man
2: and more importantly when women like well why didn't you continue not everyone deserves access to me and not everyone's going to appreciate that accessibility to Mm me and that's something i think people miss out on men too Men, too, it's just like, please don't go throwing that around like that. I don't want that. I don't want coming back with dilapidatedness. I can't. I can't with dilapidatedness. (laughs) I don't.
1: Oh, my goodness.
2: Mm Mm-mm. I don't. I don't don't want anything. I
1: don't want your broke-down shack. It's okay. Mm Mm-mm. Actually, if you're a whole human on the inside, you can live in a shack, and I'd still kick it with you. But if you are a shack internally, I'm going to pass on that. I'm -mm. good. I'm Mm -mm. good. Well, I feel like we've gotten to a good point. (laughs) Where I can do my rant. We actually have a double rant today. So I have a rant. And the woman leaving singleness behind has a rant. So this is kind of like a hindsight rant. And then we all going to also have a single in the future rant. Because every time Gabby Fresh puts out a new lingerie collection, I realize... Damn, I'm still single. I thought about the next one I was gonna have, you know, somebody I can show this bra to. <laughs> so I'll go to single in the future and then we can go back. Go back. We can go back. We can throw it back, but we're yes. gonna throw it forward first. Kinda like twerking. Is that how it works? I and I, I wish they could have seen my facial expression. i just going to blink real hard. Maybe that didn't happen. <laughs> All right, so my rant first. <clears throat> so... I feel like the more comfortable I get with being single, the more I get single-shamed by coworkers, by friends, hell, by random strangers in passing conversations. It's like the moment I got emancipated from the extreme need to be codependent, a fire squad appeared with their guns ready to shoot me. I am so tired of getting the, you don't understand, because you're not married oh how quickly people forget the turmoil you have to experience to even get to this level of acceptance about being single or the looks of pity you get when you go out to dinner alone baby do you know how nice it is not to share an appetizer or cater to someone else's food allergy No shade, but I've got some married acquaintances who talk about things they can't do because their husband would never agree to going. Like their husband is the only person they can go out with, and they dare not go alone. P.S. I'll be having a great time when I'm out by myself. Trust, it's a whole process, and some of us have to go through way less than I did to get to this state of clear thinking. Look, he's not here, and it's okay. It took such a long time for me to get to. It took such a long time for me to get detached from uh, the strong and sometimes toxic desire to get married. Everyone has a price, and in the past, I always was willing to sell myself for the low, low price of "girl, I'm gonna marry you." Anyone who is everyone knows I want to get married. Hell, I think my male lady knows I want to get married. And the desire was so prominent before that it made me pray. It put me front and center to be manipulated with promises of marriage. Eventually, I had to have a talk with my own self and decide that I'm more than someone's future wife. I am a whole person. And at that time in my life, I was underdeveloped because I hadn't spent time with myself. Time, all this time I spent trying to be a wife, a wife that nobody was asking me to be. I was playing by a set of rules based on jargon, propaganda, old wives' tales, and misogynistic Twitter statuses. Let's move on to modern times, shall we? Now, I understand myself more than I ever did. And I'm actually relieved that no one took me up on my offer to be a young bride. I wasn't even me yet. If I had gotten married in my 20s, I would have had so much growing to do within the confines of being married that it wouldn't have been fair to my would-have-been-husband shout out to him wish you could have (laughs) came if i was good stock before honey the return on investment now is exponential if you are uncomfortable and single baby you doing it wrong self-discovery it is an essential part of maturing into being a full-fledged grown-ass woman I know so many aging women who are in relationships that don't serve them. And marriage is a lifetime commitment. I want a solid partner in life. And the very least I can do is be a solid ass person when he shows up. Yours truly satisfied and single. I'm done. okay k-ray now that i've done my rant you know you don't normally get on these rants so you must have something to say go ahead and get your you know, talk your shit k-ray <laughs> why you gotta intro me like that like real whore like rant? you know i don't get angry unless really angry but anyway so single in hindsight when i look back on being single i think of being the girl in the bunch that's always single I spent the first half of my early twenties single, no college boo, no real heavy dating rotation or rotation for that matter. Every time a dating prospect or potential acquaintance came along, it felt like a quick blimp. Of I'm only here to experience this thing that all my peers are out here doing. Not saying that being in a relationship was not on my mind, but. Not too many brothers or others was checking for an introverted, laid-back girl who couldn't seem to find any pop culture interests that happened outside of the early 90s. Maybe it was watching my sister completely give herself to men that I thought were obvious stop signs. Or may have it just been my general disposition of being slightly uninterested in casual acquaintances. But now I see that time is a great blessing. Now in my early 30s, I have not exhausted my heart or energies or the effort it takes to enter into a relationship. I used my single time for good. Well, the best I could. I can't say that I didn't have many fallouts and breakdowns with my friends over just the presence and existence of a fine-ass man. But I did learn to enjoy my own company, delve into my spiritual being, Learn what I don't like or want in a relationship and stand firm in that when someone comes along who can't do those things. So remember that your singleness does not negate the fact that you are dope, you are brown sugar, you are as awesome as you think. Just keep slaying for yourself always and foremost. I feel real good. I'm glad we, I'm glad we did this. Yes. I'm glad we did this,
2: too.
1: (laughs) (laughs) Was that shame?
2: No, no, no. No, No, and it's honesty, and I think for a lot, I'm sitting here just, like, going in my head, like, yes. mm, Try not to sound like the church (laughs) 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 when you're going through. But but I think what's so important about hearing that is that I get so tired of some men, let me interject some, because I don't want to say all, but some men making that statement that, like, You're happy being single. And they think that there's something wrong that you enjoy being single. You mean to tell me you're going to find a life if I don't show up and be right for you? Right. And, like, my biggest thing that's kept me single is because I've been very open that I don't want children. I always find mm. that so interesting when, where were we? We went to go
1: see Eric Roberson and we oh, had a conversation right, right. with them two fraternity brothers and baby, when she was like, I don't want children, they were like, why would you deprive the world of that? I was like, maybe because her uterus is
2: tired. I don't know.
1: Deprive <laughs> the world. Yes. What's like me?
2: They, they looked my at me. Home. They exact. They looked at me like. So what the heck you got a coochie for? <laughs> like, that's literally <laughs> how you <her laughs> am serious. And then Laura's Laura sitting here, and I can see her wheels turning her head like, he just really Laura's having a conversation within herself. I'm like, I don't want kids. I love children. I've been a teacher for 10 years. Mm-hmm. I love kids. If I meet a man that comes with children, guess what? Those are my children. Mm-hmm. But I don't necessarily have to go through being pregnant and motherhood. As a creative, I give birth every day. So I know what that process is like. Yes. But I would also never be with a man either and deprive him if he does want children. Mm-hmm. That's something that I've had to struggle to deal with of not being selfish. Because we're seeing that on um, <clears throat> reality shows where women are marrying men, promising them babies. They've been married for 10 years and they had one baby, not one embryo, nothing.
0: <laughs> what?
2: What show is um, that? What reality show is This is Married with Medicine. Oh, see, I don't um, watch, watch this, them. I so don't watch So, this. I, I don't know all their names, but one of the characters married a, a doctor. He had told her he wanted kids. She said, well, think about it. Now they're going through a struggle. Mm. Mm. and I
1: think, why not be honest? Why lie? I want a beer. Like, why not be honest? I think I have a difficulty because I'm in my early 30s and I already have a child. So mm-hmm. my baby is about to turn 17 in November. And I tell guys all the time, like, well, I don't want any more children. Mm-hmm. I'm not interested. So I think I already set my sights on somebody who has children. Like, have kids so you know what it feels like, mm-hmm. so you understand why I don't want to have no more.
2: <laughs> <laughs> and it's always interesting because the men are the first to tell me, and this is no shade, no tea, but the first men that I've seen tell me, why don't you want kids are the same men that don't take care of their own. mm Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. why have kids only, to, ha, why have a child knowing
1: you're not interested in being a parent and then and then have to deal with the fallout of that? You know what I mean? Because that affects a person in human life. I think exactly. people are, it's like a baby culture. Mm-hmm. People are obsessed yes. with having babies, but
2: babies turn, turn into, into adults. adults. They turn to people. And they turn into people. And they speak and have opinions and have needs and costs. And yes, emotions. Exactly. Then
1: you don't want somebody experiencing this certainty of unwantedness, mm-hmm. like this constant feeling of unwantedness, and now you're bringing this unwanted human being into space to interact with other people. Like, people give birth to serial killers. Mm-hmm. Like, it's a real... And manic
2: depressions and all these other other entities in life that exist in the human spirit. Now, hey...
1: If that's what you want to do and you want to roll the dice and take the gamble on parenting and you are, like, fully committed to it, I think that's beautiful. Like, Mm -hmm. we need more people who are interested in actually being parents and Mm -hmm. not just wanting to have babies. So, if you are on team parenting, yo... Somebody got to do it.
2: Might as well be (laughs) y'all. And I think it's it's an obsession with the image of, like, this idealism. So the same people that are obsessed about babies are also the same people, I feel like, that are obsessed about weddings, but not necessarily marriage. I think you can—I can think you have a—either way.
1: I think Mm -hmm. some people are obsessed with weddings. Some people are are obsessed with babies. Some people are obsessed with just the image Mm -hmm. of what it looks like to have a family and be happy and be goals— Yeah, but I think that's where you should have been enjoying your singleness Mm -hmm. so that you could have gotten to know yourself up into a point where you know what you do want, what you don't want. Right. It's it's a whole knowing of self. And I think we use relationships to cover up a lot. I don't want to know who Mm -hmm. I am. Once Mm -hmm. I'm invested in other people like my husband, my
2: children, I don't have to think about what I want. Yeah. and, and it is so important and i'm so glad you said experience of singleness cuz what's happening now that i'm starting to see i'm seeing homeboys that got married young didn't ex- you know cuz they wanted that family image cuz that's what they came from divorce and now they're single and they're in they in their late 30s early 40s and now they're living their 19 20 21 22 year old fantasies yeah and it's you know for some of my my girlfriends we just in here like
1: Girl, I feel like you, you described the beginning plot of Under the Tuscan Sun. <laughs> anyway, <laughs> I can't. This is my favorite movie. Yes!
2: <laughs> yes, but, yes! But at the same token, you see it happening. I have a friend who has been married multiple times. And I'm just like, fam, don't do it again. This is not for you. And that's okay. You can be in a committed relationship and y'all never get married because that works for y'all.
1: Ooh, this is something I want to bring up that I haven't had Ryan around to talk about. I, <laughs> and so I feel like men are, you know, harping on the fact that they're not interested in monogamy. It's against their natural urges and desires. And I feel like I've watched a few people who are in open relationships mm-hmm. and I've been like, oh, wow, y'all doing it. And it's dope, you know, mm-hmm. especially because they come out with an explanation. They got rules. I, you know they explained it so good. I damn near was like, you know what, maybe. Um, <laughs> you know, maybe. k Face was like, okay. I mean, every, every time I tell her that she looks so uncomfortable. Like, please don't bring this to Thanksgiving. <laughs> um, no, 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 no. I get it. I get the whole open relationship. Like, I get it. I understand you set up your rules. As long as y'all communicate and this is working for you, that's, that's the key. That's the key is communication, and it's all about creating what world y'all want to live inside of it's just for me i'm like no. i've never thought even dating multiple people at for one time it's just one for man my personality man. i can't i can't i can't i can't <laughs> it's just no. too much for my personality because you know i'm introverted i'm you very are introverted. i'm okay. very i have a very close you know small circle of friends I'm just. I can't give too much energy to too many people. That's too much for me. It's like half of Carrie's friend circle is here. Yes, yes. One I half.
2: Get I get it. Yes, <laughs> and, like, and Chip is the other. Right. Yes. Okay. Yes. Got, it. Got the it. Other Got half. It. Okay. Got it. Got it. <laughs> I
1: can't give too much energy. I, I, it's too much. I gotta care about your feelings. I gotta care about your feelings. That's that's too much energy. It's too much energy I... for me to talk. No, sometimes. but here and I gotta get to the end of this point. Okay. So. If everybody's so disinterested in monogamy, which I can understand, you know, monogamy, monotonous synonyms, yes. right? So, if men are not interested in monogamy, why aren't they openly saying, I'd like to be in an open relationship, I'm polygamous. I only know one of my friends who is open about the fact that he'd like more than one partner. Everybody else, rather just lie and cheat on you.
2: You know what? It's so interesting, because when or I was- Or be a
1: creep out here in these streets.
2: Exactly. Because there was a guy, I was, he's an artist, and he would tell you, he has a whole blog, he's polyamorous, mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. and he knew it, but his wife of 17 years didn't. Oh. Uh. So, that was the disconnect there. And I said, why did... Well, then you're not
1: polyamorous if your wife don't know. Right. This is you're true. You're just cheating.
2: Yes. So, here's my thing with polyamory. If it's for you, it's for you. I get it. There are some people that make... I have a girlfriend in D.C. She and two other women have the same guy. They have a schedule. They all get tested together. Um, rules are they're not allowed to step outside the relationship. If they do... They have to communicate to that partner everything that's going like it's 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 written. Like they got that thing notarized. Like it's, it's oh, for well, real. Damn, wow. you notarized yeah. your sex life? See, that's a lot
1: of work. A, as soon as you add but, some level of work to it, I'm but disinterested. For, but
2: for them, because one's an attorney, one works for the government, the other one runs their own business. So they want the affection of a man, the comfortability of a man, and some testosterone every day, but they don't need him there every day. So they have it arranged set up where he has a schedule. We'll see, look at that. Look at that. It's harder so for it, somebody. My thing is if you communicate, it's just like when you go out and you're on a date or like the big thing in Chicago we did was um, speed dating. But it was a little different and y'all would love this. So our speed dating is you speed date with your favorite book. So you have five minutes to tell them why your favorite book that reflects your personality.
1: Mm. Okay. That's cute. I like that. I wonder what kind of guys I would get if I showed up with Iceberg Slim Pimp. <laughs> See,
2: that's a whole nother well, episode. i was afraid because what book did I bring? I bought um, Kindred by Octavia Butler because mm. I love black sci fi Afrofuturism. So I brought that. I'm just like, and then my girlfriend being smart ain't gonna be nothing but some slam magazines and double XLs. <laughs> ah, Don't be judgmental ah, before we get here. We have brothers bringing in Shakespeare. We have brothers bringing in James Baldwin. Okay. Um, George Bernard. Can okay, you make making me want to go to Chicago. No. You got a man. man. I know. <laughs> <laughs> I'm just saying. You know, and George Bernard. Sean, you know, I got your back. Like, <laughs> you know, just all these different things. And you sit up here just like, okay, okay, this is new. This is different. But I think as far as going back to the... If all you want is an open relation and tell me you all you want to do is fun, that at least give me the choice to make that decision. I think that's
1: why women get upset anyway cuz you never gave me
2: the choice to consent to. Cuz I had a situation in Chicago where I didn't get that choice. Where mm-hmm. I fell in love with a guy. Amazing guy. First of all, I know you still miss some girl. It's okay. I'd listen, and he know it too. And he know it. He has two he has the deepest dimples, perfect smile. He was 6'7", 290. Just big, stocky brother. <laughs> and loved music and not just like he, he would mix Curtis Mayfield with Bach and it would sound beautiful Ugh. like he was just a lot of fun he wasn't completely open with the relationship with the mother of his child
0: hmm.
2: so inadvertently his homeboy snitched on him and told me they were still living together hmm. and then my friend was like well how do you not wait y'all were dating this long I was like he had another apartment on the, ups- on the north side of Chicago they lived on the south side where we lived.
0: Wow. So I would have
2: never known. And I just told him, I said, you know what? You robbed me of the choice. That's why I'm mad at you. You lied to me, and then you robbed me of a choice of whether I wanted to deal with this foolishness or not. Mm. mm. That's, that's all I'm saying. Just give me a choice. That's a if real I, problem. If I say no... Then go on to the next woman because there might be a sister out there that is like, you know what? I can do this.
1: You know what? For as many shots as brothers like taking, they never take the shot that's in their best interest. Like, the truth. I'm sorry. I'm not going to say all brothers. It's just a certain quadrant.
2: It's It's a healthy percentage. It's
1: like the Hunger Games. Like, your district keeps fucking
2: up. (laughs) Your district keeps fucking up. May the odds be in your favor, brother. I mean, like, seriously. Ever
1: be in your favor, okay? I don't
2: get it because it's it's probably...
1: most of the time, there's probably a chick who's down to be whatever you're putting down there. Like, whatever you want to do, you got to wipe you on the other side of town. There's somebody who's willing to
2: be a part of that situation. There are. There are. Because Mona Scott Young keep finding them and putting them on
1: VH1. <laughs> and them chicks is bad. So you, and they bad. They bad. <laughs> they, bad. they bad. I mean, you got good chances out here.
2: Because cause I watch... So my dad is retired, and he watches Love and Hip Hop. And that's our phone conference. He'll call me. My
1: mama watches it, too, and we have to have conversations conversations
2: about it. Because I'll be at work. My dad, let me tell you what these heifers and these. (laughs) I can't. Alan, can I I, I call you back? I'm in the middle of a meeting. Oh, call me back, pudding. But, and you're sitting here like, you all are beautiful, talented women. Everybody has their definition of talent, but you're beautiful, talented women. (laughs) Mm. Beautiful, talented women. Why suggest... And I think what it is for some black women are still bringing in that motif that there are not that many good eligible black men left. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. No, there are not that many good eligible black men that meet this long list of criteria of your knight in shining armor that Disney has told us we should be looking for in so many ways. By black Thomas Crown. No, I'm not saying no. black <laughs> Thomas Crown. It's just that when you get him, he might be Marcus Graham, and you might have to polish him up to a Thomas Crown. I mean, but, see, so, ooh, that's brings us saw, to something else. Just, oh, go ahead. How
1: much suffering is supposed to be in black love? It, like, I just that's don't true. know. That's true. Mm. That's
2: true. I feel like people need to start healing themselves a lot more. Like, like in your rant, you said you took the time to have a conversation with self. With self. I've been, like I said, I've been single since Obama was a senator. Mm. I've had situationships, but nothing like a committed, loving Mm. relationship. And it's no fault on anybody's part. It's just that I chose to believe that I can change it. Many, The men that I've been with have given me the truth. I just wanted to believe in a fantasy. So that was my own fault that I had to start. That was that projecting we was talking about on Carefree and Married. That was something I had to learn. Now, you know, it's just like, okay, I'm single. It's good. My art's doing well. I love my job. You yeah, just you just you just enjoy yourself. Some people don't understand that black women can be by themselves and enjoy themselves.
1: Yes, it's I just broke down happy, happier, happiest. Happy, like anybody can be happy. A dog could be happy. You could be happy, blessed in your mess, working through dysfunction. That's happy. You know what I mean? you know uh we usually want to elevate from happy to happier i would mm-hmm. be happier if i made more money mm-hmm. i'd be happier if i lived in a different neighborhood mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Happier is where a lot of black women are. I'm happier not being in a dysfunctional relationship. Mm-hmm. You know what I mean? And I don't want anybody to confuse happier as your baseline or like the finish line. Mm-hmm. Happier is not the finish line. Happier is the state you should get to before you get to happiest, mm-hmm. which would be, I found the person, you're
2: him, and we are going to conform to the version of relationship we'd like to be in. And that's the key, Whatever too, that is. It's just that. Our relationships ain't, ain't duplicates of each other. No. Allow don't. allow your relation. My girlfriend's marriage to her husband is totally different from my other friend's marriage. And it works for them. Let it go. Because ain't nobody going to be in it but you two. Right. I'm going to just be spectating it. So y'all might
1: as well do what you want to do. And, and taking notes and critiques. <laughs> <laughs> that sounds like judgment and shade. But okay. You, no judgment you shade, use I- your fancy words. <laughs> <laughs> <laughs>
2: just sit there like... Oh, okay.
1: Hmm. Okay, so I wanna talk about as a single person, I feel like people are constantly trying to fix me up. And there's nothing wrong with a fix up. I appreciate a good fix up if you know me intrinsically. You know what I mean? Don't bring me somebody I'll be like, why are we here? Why is she here? Remember remember when uh Ike Baby Mama and What's Love Got
2: to Do With it brought his kids? And he was like, what am I gonna do with two more kids? What am I gonna do with him? What am I gonna do? What am I gonna do with him? Exactly. And she got in that car and said, you, Bye. you raise them. And that's what I feel like. I
1: feel like sometimes somebody comes and tries to fix me up, and they just drop something off on my porch. And I'm like, now what am I going to do with this? What am I going
2: to do him? What am I doing do with him? See, I'm at that point, too, where it's just like, and whenever we got oh, Ryan, right. it's always that, oh, Ryan, we're you're going to find somebody. It's always that sing-song tone. Oh. It's okay. You're going to find somebody. Listen, I'm happy. I'm good. Do you know how many shoes I just bought this weekend alone? When, th- my closet shoes. is beautiful right now.
1: Girl, the shopping while single section is never really oh. talked about. I was like, I get so many boxes on my front porch <laughs> every so often. That I was like, I would have so so much trouble explaining this to my husband. Like, what's this? My what's Amazon Prime
2: that? man knows me at this point. Ooh, girl. <laughs> girl. The shopping, and then it's just like, now don't get me wrong, because there are moments where you just like, you're sitting there and you're just like, it would be really nice just to have somebody. A masculine reflection. You know, just here some for energy. a moment. Something. And then you're just like, oh, that went on sale. Let me go ahead and see if they got this in my size. I replaced boyfriends with dresses all day long. Um, Mines, makeup, and yeah. art supplies. Yeah. You know,
1: it changes. It changes it all the time. It It changes up. You have different phases of the shop is real. Um. Mm. yeah it's it's a plus Uh, the shopping as a single person is a
2: plus (laughs) Uh. (laughs) but the other part about being single I love is that when you do meet people men in situations you learn a lot about men because it's just like I've noticed with me when I'm single oh you're single how long you been single no matter I've been single because I don't want to go into the well why you been single so long or what's wrong with you because that's my favorite question when they ask me Mm. what's wrong with you Nothing. I just haven't met someone that I felt like has earned the opportunity to grow with me, and I've earned that opportunity to grow with them.
1: Look, it's so much stuff you want in a person. Mm -hmm. Um, I feel like there was a TED Talk about desire, and you're expecting somebody to be your best friend, your lover, your shopping companion. Like, you're just expecting somebody to be so many things. Why would I think that I'm just the next John that walks into the room? Is him. I don't have, that's such a large expectation when I could just enjoy your presence, your company, mm-hmm. and then, you know, we see where it goes from there. Like it's to the point now where it's like if some if I meet somebody or if I have an exchange on Tinder or something like that, I basically tell them, you know, let's get a drink. Let's do something easy. Mm-hmm.
2: And then from there, we move on. Right? I don't go into with any expectations, but just to like let me just get to know this person. Yeah. Because what you find out is that one of the struggles I find in being single and dating and whatever the catastrophe we're calling dating <laughs> at this <laughs> point, because I think that's a, another topic that we need to talk about being single and dating, it's just at the point where it's just like, I feel bad because I'm like, I didn't dated this damn lobbyist for all this time and now I just meet the candidate. Mm.
1: Oh.
2: I'm exhausted at the thought of that. I don't think I get to that point anymore. I don't either. It's just like, yeah, yeah, okay, who's the candidate? What, What's the real you? Yeah. I don't, I don't need you. I don't need your Facebook profile or your Instagram or your Snapchat. Who are you as a person? I need all of those in and, and, and the last one. Yeah. I won't date a guy if he don't have social media.
1: I feel like there's something untrustworthy about that. Like, what you doing so strong other than working for the government? That you ain't got no Facebook, that you ain't got no Instagram, you ain't got well, a Snapchat. Well, now you can't
2: always tell everything or just he'd be by on like social, social media, media, that, media. Um, heterosexual no. black women don't know about.
1: Ooh, because mm. I'm not gonna check Grinder or Jack. Uh, ooh. Mm. This is true. No, I'm not even going to go there. That's a whole other episode. But <laughs> That's why you need you, you know, you need you a gay best friend. You do. you, you don't have to be on Grinder. He'll he, tell you. I see him on mm. Grinder, girl. <laughs> I'm
2: talking and about champ. And here's the thing. And here's the <laughs> there's <laughs> absolutely nothing wrong with the fluidity
1: of sexuality. No, it's no, just about being honest. It's right. just, just about knowing, like,
2: just about... You know, if it's a hidden secret, then it's like, well, what? then it's a problem. This, this yeah. a problem that you and it's like, well, did you not feel comfortable enough for me to, for that you to be comfortable to be mm. your true self? Because that's the problem. I feel like when a person has to alter themselves just to be around me, I don't want to be around you because that means you're going to have to consistently live a lie in order for me to feel comfortable around you. That's messed up. But let's talk about this, what the whole idea, What the hell is dating at this point in 2018? Because I don't know what it is. I don't know if it's Netflix and chill with the whole taps of shea butter and green tea. I don't know what's going on with it. That's
1: really hard because I feel like I've... We've lived in the Midwest, in Cincinnati, all our lives, so it's F- like, F- yeah. and so it's like dating here, I don't know what it's like somewhere else, is dating more <sighs> real, more of a like concrete concept somewhere else, because I feel like dating in Cincinnati is just more like, you know, you know, we gonna hang out, we gonna, you know. You can come to my <laughs> house. You can come to my house. Can you Why come you pick me up? A
2: da- Not can I come get you. Yes,
1: the come, c- come get me, can you know, swoop by, you know, just pick me up. Uh, no, I can't.
2: I no. just can't. See, dating in Chicago was so different. And so when I moved back to Cincinnati, we're literally hitting the state of Ohio. And my mom looks, she was like, I know you love Chicago. She was like, you just got real quiet. I said, I got a date here. I got spoiled in Chicago. Ugh. And it could just be the environment and the city itself. I think sometimes the city reflects the aura of the people. Mm, yes. So some of my dates would be at 5 a.m. Oh, let's go running by the lake at, at sunrise. And then go get coffee at the Black-owned coffee house that's down the street. Yeah. Girl, what is that life? I know. <laughs> or, like, like in Chicago, they have the Black Film Festival. Yeah. And... The one I went out with a guy, he was a poet and a professor in a city, and he was like, oh, I got tickets. A poet to with po- a job? Yeah. They make them? Absolutely. I'm just, I'm just kidding,
1: poets. I'm just kidding. <laughs> and, um, it's a 75% kid,
2: 25% real. Okay, keep going. I'm sorry. <laughs> and so our first date was to the film festival, and it was a documentary about Sonia Sanchez, and Sonia Sanchez was there, and he had tickets to go talk to her one-on-one. This sounds like Love Jones' life, and Chicago was my Love Jones. Cause when I got there, I said, "I'ma find my god dang Darius Love Hall. I'm about to be Nina Mosley." Like I said earlier, I don't, and that's the, and that's the thing. This is the other thing that gets me so upset with dating. I don't know where some brothers get the concept that we all want a Denzel Washington. Don't get me wrong, Denzel is very nice to look at. Denzel is qualified. Cause, honey, if I can grab me a Chadwick Bozeman or Michael B. Jordan, I would be very comfortable and happy. Mm or Winston Duke, or even Daniel Kaluuya. If he was from Wakanda, I'd probably be satisfied. <laughs> if, if you were in Wakanda, I'm probably good. But for me, like, knowing my personality, because I tell people, I said, I am your Nola Darling and Freddie Brooks in one. I just don't have any of the men or the women to go with it. I am Nola Darling and Freddie Brooks. I'm looking for my Dwayne Wade, Dwayne Wayne from a different world, in a world of love and hip-hop, in a world of Instagram. Mm. I don't need all that. You know what makes me happy? Best best date gift I got. This guy knew I love lilies. He brought me some calla lilies. He brought me seven calla lilies. And I was like, why is the. He had them sent to me. There were paintbrushes in between the calla lilies. Girl, that's fake life. You
1: lying.
2: That's not real. No, I'm just playing. i listen, <laughs> listen, it was. It why was is you most, lying? It was the most sincere. I was just like. Then I get back to Cincinnati. Messenger, what you up to? Girl, mm-hmm. what you up to? Why mm-hmm. W Y D. W-I-D. Listen, and then the text messages, what you doing. And it's just like and then it's like the most random times. Like I'll get message, 814, hey, what's up? I'm at work.
1: Oh, girl, don't get me started yes, I'm at work. on Where the invasiveness are you? of the DM and the inbox. It'd be, like, disrespectful. Like, and now they got, you know, they can see you seen it. And it's like, you ain't answering me.
2: No, I'm not. Who decided the sent, um, the sent receipt was okay for Messenger?
1: I need to talk to our Facebook about that. That's, right. That's <laughs> right. I want you to know I saw it. I want you to know I ain't answering a damn thing. <laughs> Unless it's appropriate. Now, don't get me wrong. Honestly, I don't answer the phone. I like text messaging. If you really want to get in contact with me, Facebook is probably the fastest way to do it. Just don't send me no BS. Don't be like,
2: "What you doing?"
1: Or my favorite is
2: that. Or my favorite is like, remember the sister that came up with the animation about dating in 2018? The realest
1: thing about that was that the dude's like, it ain't like this. And I was
2: like, what do you mean? It's just like this. Like, when I sat there and watched it, my dad come and said, is this what y'all going through, pudding? <laughs> yes! Yes. In real life. Yes. I'm well, mad I deleted all the text messages that read <laughs> just like that because I can show y'all that. Listen, I, I'll just sit there like... And it's like, no conversation. No conversation. And then there's another part of being single where you have some of your guy friends, for whatever reason, think you're a black unicorn. So I call it. So my homeboy said, you a super you're a black unicorn. Ain't no man ever going to date you or marry you. And I was sitting That's there like. Because he married. And I don't know what that situation really is about. But what he said to me was like, look at all you do. Look at all. Like you do art. You do this. Yes, I do these things you don't think I'll find out? I was like, he ain't gotta like everything I like. I don't expect a man to go to the opera with me. That's what my girlfriends are for. Mm-hmm. I don't expect a man to go to the outlets with me. That's what my homegirls is for. Cooking classes, that's me, my mama, and my aunties. I don't need him to do all that. come to a cooking class. That would be kind of sexy. No, um, uh. <laughs> See, men need to stop doing
1: that. Just because I'm not what you want don't mean theres I'm not what somebody else you wants. You can't and why are you intimidated by it? That's a whole nother thing. And you intimidated by it. You keep that to yourself. That's well, a we, secret. Yes. Don't
2: tell me. Although I am petty. Now, I will say this. You will get asked real quick if you don't react to my art. Because that's something that's real dear to me. Well, that's
1: diff. That's different. Like, that's like, that's already a sign of incompatibility. If you're not moved by art and I'm an artist.
2: I had a guy, um, he was do? like, I had a show in Chicago. And the gallery was, I was like, oh, yeah, this is the artist. Art. And he, I was like, oh, that's my boy. I was like, what you think? Oh, that's cool. Yeah, so I can't make it to lunch today. They need me to stay to do an interview, so I'm so sorry.
1: I can't. I can't believe with that. Mm-mm. No, sir. Mm-mm. I don't think you have to be interested in all the exact same exactly. things, but I think you do have to have a couple of interests in different points. If you're like, like I think I feel like you have to be able to, uh, one have some way that you both like to relax together, and one way you both like to have fun together. Mm -hmm. Otherwise, I don't think it's going to work. It's just not going to work. Because if you like to to have fun by going out every night, like staying out late, and you're like, no, I really want to be home, that's not going to work. I talk about this all the time with my bestie. Um, She would be like, they married, but they still single because every time you see her out, she ain't never with her man. And it'd be like, that is so interesting. These married women who come out all the time doing exciting, fun things, mm-hmm. and you'll never see them with their man. You don't even see them with their man on Facebook unless it's Christmas, like we in the house together. But other, it's like you got a house man. <laughs> you saying. got a field man and a house, house man. man. Oh, Lord. And her and her house man, they be booed up in the house watching Netflix, <laughs> but if she wanna go outside of her house. And I'd be thinking, well, how does that work? Like, there, there's no balance to a house man. Yeah. Yeah. Where y'all don't go nowhere together, like y'all have y'all play pool together, y'all
2: bowl together, y'all, have that y'all, have y'all that cut one the grass thing like together, to enjoy like what? Together. that makes me wonder, like, do they even have a friendship? Because that's something yeah. that's so key in relationships. I think people forget about. Let's have a friendship first, girl. I had this whole breakdown
1: um, about I don't want my husband or my man or whoever I'm in a relationship to be my best friend. I already have a best friend. Mm-hmm. I've got two actually. Um, so then they were like, Well, why wouldn't you want your man to be your best friend, my he gotta be my
2: best friend, but we gotta be cool. I said I wanna yeah. be I
1: wanna be the closest of friends, mm-hmm. but I don't want you to be my best friend. That's a big expectation and also expect you to be my lover, uh, my confidant. You know what I mean? That's a lot to that expect. Is a lot. And I think that's where that balance comes in. Like we need to have something we like, like we gotta have the same chill pattern and then we gotta have one thing we like doing together mm-hmm. you know there's, there's also other quadrants where I'ma want to go out with my friends so um, I hope you got I hope you got interest, Bart. I hope you got something you wanna do. because... Bart.
2: Why is your uh, I don't know why he's always why is Bart? your <laughs>
1: he's always it's always Bart knowing who I wouldn't date nobody named Bart. Oh
2: god. And just for that, God gonna bring you a Bartholomew and he gonna be the most amazing thing on. See, Earth. that's
1: still more syllables than Bart. I'm cool with Bartholomew.
2: <laughs> <laughs> he's so funny. <laughs> that's the name of a Jesse Boykin's album. That would feel like a sign from oh, Jesus. My god. I would, but I think why I was so successful in dating in Chicago is just There were so many black people that were so into culture up there. And even it's a lot more cultural events are going on in Cincinnati now. I will give them credit because the city is coming with a lot more events. However, it's also just like, but the community isn't reacted to it. The community of the brothers that I normally date just be like, I ain't going to that. It's a tribute to Prince with the symphony. What do you mean you don't want to go to that? I'm going to that. We can go together. We'll go together. (laughs) (laughs) We'll do another sister date like we did with Eric. Yes. Like, oh, pause. I got to tell about the story about me and Laura going to see Eric (laughs) Rohn. First of all, we didn't know. First of all, Laura and I was just kikiing like, girl, what's this going to look like? She was like, girl, I don't even know what this is about to look like. We walk in. Oh. Oh, I remember really shocked. Because <laughs> I was like, we in
1: Cincinnati? <laughs> I was like, I'm glad I ain't say I would eat, like, I'll eat a pigeon or
2: something like that. <laughs> I'll eat crow. Because um, I would have been eating crow that night. I was like, oh, shoot. Like, it was laid out. I think the most hype part for us is the Eric Roperson just literally just sitting there talking to us. Like, a real conversation. conversation. Like I was And like, you're looking at this man. I know you married, but the glory be to God to you and that woman is so lucky so lucky
1: oh, i can imagine he's just, so nice every time i talk to him
2: all it, three times that all i've three, had all, conver- three times. all
1: three times that i've had conversations with him he's always so nice when i was in chicago there's a place called city winery and they have like the best i'll be seeing so like so many artists i follow they would be like i'm in chicago my city
2: where i'm like i got to i need to so experience city winery is amazing. we getting off topic though we're sorry we're sorry we're sorry we're gonna bring it back to being single trust us please but um City Winery one night, it was Eric Roberson, and then there was a day party the next day. The day party was Zoe and Carmen Rogers, and then Eric Roberson and Fontaine just showed up. Just showed up. And it was a $10 <gasps> party. It was $10. Uh, $10? Oh, oh my gosh. Gosh, that's so affordable. Oh. And all this happened in my neighborhood, so I didn't have to take an Uber or nothing. I could walk from these venues. Anyway, we're about to change we're about to I'm go back sorry, to being I'm single because she's trying to make me depressed. I'm not trying to make her depressed. I'm trying to tell her to go visit Chicago. I'm going to
1: Chicago in the summer. <laughs> okay. Anyway, <laughs> in the summer. I missed my opportunity. In the summer. Um, let's talk about our online dating experiences because we already had a conversation about it. And we keep saying that like some of our friends have met somebody on Tinder. And it's like, dang, I wanna do it, but it's so hard living in Cincinnati when, when you swiping through Tinder and you desire to date a black man, mm-hmm. um, when you swipe and it's just like swipe left, swipe left, and your swipe left sounds like white man, white man, white man, white man, white man, and then here comes a black guy and it'd be like, mm, questionable black man um no information in his profile and it's not that he's questionable because of how he looks it's usually because what's he doing like is this a masterpiece
2: uh silk the shocker album cover listen it, it gets to the point where it's and just like, what's going on. so you got an empty bottle of Ciroc and two pitbull puppies. I'm trying to understand what I'm you're like, trying where to. Where are we taking this?
1: Meanwhile, the white guys have profiles. They're usually hiking, or it's a picture of them like at Overseas, their job at the top oh, of the Eiffel
2: Tower. Yes, yes. giving yeah. back to the community, and yeah. they're talking
1: about how they love the outdoors and they can't meet a, wait to meet a woman to spend the rest <laughs> of their life with. You like, you know, you what? know volunteering in <laughs> El
2: Salvador with children. Girl, you be <laughs>
1: swiping through Tinder like. You know, these white men sound qualified. Let me quit playing with my my life. So what I did was
2: I actually saw a couple of white guys, and I said, let me just see how this will work. So I swiped a couple of white guys to my right. Lo and behold, I got responses. Shut up. Why
1: aren't you dating? (laughs) See, I tried. I was like, Lord, last time she was on Tinder, I was like, Lord, let's do an experiment. We can talk about this on the podcast. I said, I want you to swipe right on every white guy and then see how many responses we get. It was like a and flood she, of scary-looking white did, men. She all did a <laughs> <of somebody laughs> couple, and then she was like, I don't know. I don't want to do this. And I was like, oh, dang. You is, know what? This could have been some real research. For the podcast, We, I'm going to do it. I'm going to do it. We're going to have an episode, and we're going to talk about what happened to me after I swipe right on every white guy on Tinder. Yes.
2: Well, let's, let's, not, let's, let's not do yeah. every, every, let's, let, can she at least be attracted to him physically? Because some of them, some of the folks mm. on there. As long so, as he don't look some like Some of them look like serial
1: killers. <laughs> like or a a, pedophiles. Or gargoyles. I don't want that for yes. her. I don't want I know. I don't want to die. Well, you're not going to die. Unless you, listen, you we don't the meet the, up listen, older
2: than Listen, we don't watch the love Lifetime movies. that okay. what happens. <laughs> you know what happened.
1: We're going to do It's going to be a different episode. <laughs> it's going to be called <laughs> Winner, Winner, Tender, Dinner. So let's say, if do she it.
2: does it, I'll do it on Plenty of Fish just oh, to do a comparison. No, this is good. Okay, Ryan. I'll do Plenty of Fish. I'm holding you to this. i will we'll shake it. Shake it on and- Ooh, ooh, it's going, going down. It. It's going <laughs> down. It down. And it'll be black, white, whoever, and just see where, where it goes from there. <laughs>
1: Yes, we're about to broaden our
2: horizons. Stay y'all.
1: tuned,
2: y'all. We're about to broaden the horizons. Mm-hmm. Now, listen, because gonna... it ain't no reason that we shouldn't have nobody to show our Gabby Fresh lingerie to. Listen, because Gabby Fresh is about to give all my coins, and I just got paid and I had a little extra. I was like, you know what? We're going to add this to You know, know what I mean? I want soon. somebody to see my harness bra. I do. Listen, she got a new set out. I was like, oh, she has like a 1940s um, rose pink high high waist brief mm, mm, back mm, with
1: mm. I'm trying to give some wonderful king all this sexiness all you gotta do is be willing to receive it alright so we about to wrap up this episode <laughs> now that I've made official booty call altar call um,
2: <laughs> hold on so, I gotta put that on Facebook in today's episode <laughs> Laura made a I, bened- ju- I guess like Issa uh, Rae the booty about- benediction a booty, but a booty. That's like Easter Ray talking about Big D energy on the oh, breakfast club. Big
1: Dick energy. I was like, I want Easter Ray to be my friend because I need somebody because I have little dick energy. And that's a whole nother episode. Oh, I man. really do. I feel like I must look like I'm understanding. <laughs>
2: I do. I must look like I'm understanding. I must look like she'll understand that I have a little penis. You know what? And it's the teacher in me. And because I'm so mellow all the time, everyone thinks because, like, I do yoga and I meditate with crystals. No. No, I'm not going to be that. Because what you're not going to do is drop your drawers and stand there proud with your Superman. I'm looking at it like. What am I supposed to do with this, Jesus? Look like a door stopper that my puppy. See, that's why we, with. Ended <laughs> we ended this episode. We ended this episode.
1: We're about to wrap this up. I am so excited. Actually, stay tuned because me and Ryan are about to do our own experiments on this dating life. And we're going to come back to y'all. You never know. I might come back in about four or five episodes booed up like Ella Meck. But what is our single principle, K Ray? Uh, you tell me. Oh, yeah, because you're not single anymore. <laughs> My single principle is um, enjoy it. Pierce Bronson said it best in the Thomas Crown mm-hmm. Affair. Intimacy is not necessarily enjoyment. And if love is no longer being served, leave the table. And singleness singleness is for you. So get to know you. Go out to eat. Go to see a matinee alone. Because, I mean, if you're alone, you might as well save some money. And, uh, you know, do the damn thing and have some fun. Singleness is for you. That's my final word of wisdom. Singleness is for you. And what's for us is to end this episode. Thank you so much, Ryan, for coming in. Thank you, ladies. And being I appreciate on the podcast.
2: Um, if you got anything going on, let the people know. Um, so coming up. Probably in November, I'll have an art show. I will send Miss Laura and Miss K. Ray the details because it's been a while since I've had an art show. But it is going to feature the Beard Collection.
1: Oh that's going to be it. A- so Ooh. those
2: are just portraits of black men with beards. And beards is an acronym, and it stands for Brothers Endure and Rise Despite Systems. Mm. And because if you look at the history of beards, they represent wisdom, virality, intelligence, um, leadership. Often adjectives that black men don't hear enough. So that's yes. why I did the beard series. See? That sounds
1: awesome. See, you felt like we was man
2: bashing, but guess what? She just
1: empowered and uplifted, y'all. We love you, brothers. We just want you to, you know, do a little bit better. So thank you so much for tuning in to this episode of Them Wise Girls. We will catch y'all on the flip side.
0: Them Wise Girls. Wise Girls. Wise Girls.